Welcome to the Superconscious Success Podcast, where Jen and her Superconscious Success family co-hosts bring you valuable content each and every week on topics relating to manifestation, spirituality, and most of all, using your superconscious to manifest success in all areas of your life. Now on to today's episode. Hey there, Superconscious Success fam. Just before we get into the interview, this is just a brief message. Uh, this is actually a recording of the 2021 Superconscious Success Summit interviews. If you do want to check out the introductory for all of the guests, then you can go across to our Superconscious Success YouTube channel where you'll be able to find all the introductions. These particular podcast interviews will be the interview only. Okay, thank you. Now let's get on to the interview. Hey there, Superconscious Success fam. Welcome back to the Superconscious Success Super Summit. I hope that you've been enjoying all of the all of the interviews so far, but today we have got an incredible one with James Valentine. If you have not yet heard his introduction and his story, be sure to head across to YouTube to the Superconscious Success channel and you'll be able to listen to his backstory and how he came to become the Manifest Coach. So today we are actually going to be talking about manifestation and talking about how we can use quantum energy to be able to create the life of our dreams, to be able to bring everything that we desire into our lives. So hi, James, how are you going today? I'm doing amazing, Jen. Thanks for having me. Oh, thanks so much for being here. I've really been excited to be talking to you. And we're going to start off by asking you, can you please explain what manifestation is and also about the power that we have within us to manifest our greatest desires? Sure. I would define manifestation as your inherent ability to create your desired reality despite what you see. Mm -hmm. It is something we were born with. It's something inherent within us that as children, we exercised it consciously. Mm -hmm. we, had, we had castles and we were army men and just those different types of things. But then life happened mm -hmm. and we had all of these rules imposed upon us about what we had to do to fit in with society as we as we realize it today so we lost a little bit of that ability to imagine and visualize and and be the hero and and be the princess that that hindered us in mm -hmm. in that way and that we lost it so now it's like we're manifestation is really about learning that back yeah um what we once forgot yeah absolutely and i remember being at school and and i was a bit of a daydreamer and, and as children, we naturally are because we don't recognize that, like you said, we are put into this box and we are taught as we get older that um, we have to live a certain way. We have to, you know, live up to other people's expectations of us. Mm -hmm. And so all of those dreams that we once had, all of those daydreams we once had as children, therefore get obscured by by other people's expectations of us and so i remember being in class and you'd be off daydreaming because that's what we we did sometimes and then you'd have the teacher at your desk saying get with it you know stop daydreaming you're not supposed to be daydreaming you've got to focus on this and so we lose that ability to dream and to visualize and it's there's so many people that because of this they struggle to visualize don't they Yes, they do. Yes, they do. We start, we start thinking, we start leaning more to our logical 
mind. It, it has to make sense for us in order for us to engage it instead of just the, just the freedom of whatever I imagine. Mm-hmm. It, it now, you know, now being replaced by it has to make sense. It has to add up in order for us to to do it and and we so we lose that in the logic and and it's not that logic doesn't have its place it's not that rational you know being rational about things doesn't have a place but there needs to be that balance that there's an imbalance there now yeah where where we've lost it a little bit and i think i think that comes down to you know when we when we start the manifestation process and Mm -hmm. we put so much emphasis on how is something going to happen Right. And, and yeah, and that sort of, that sort of puts a lot of pressure and it's not our job to know the how of of something. And that's something that um, as we go through this interview, we can actually delve into. Um, But before we do that, let's go into a bit about quantum physics and quantum energy and how this actually depicts everything that happens in our life. Sure. I absolutely love this subject and could probably talk for days yeah. about this. So the premise of quantum physics is essentially that everything is energy. Mm-hmm. Everything in existence is made up of cells, molecules, atoms, subatomic particles. And at the very base level, it's energy waves. Mm-hmm. So what's really significant to know, and that's really significant to know. So every animate and inanimate object from your pet to your physical body, from the device that you're watching or listening to this on to the chair or floor you're standing on, it's just energy vibrating at a specific frequency that we perceive as form based on how the brain interprets the vibrational information. And so the nexus of all life is just energy. Your physical body is energy, emotion is energy. In fact, energy in motion or or emotion is just energy in motion. Thought is energy, consciousness is energy. All of the universe is made up of energy and therefore everything is energy. So why is that important to know? It's important to know because, especially as it relates to manifestation, because energy is constantly moving. What we perceive to be something fixed or something rigid is not really the case. But once you understand your power to manipulate energy into whatever form you desire, the sky's the limit for what you get to experience in your life. Absolutely. And this is, this is when we say that everything that is around us is actually an illusion because, uh, yes. because it's just, like you said, it's energy that has, is vibrating to make our brains perceive it as being mm-hmm. something. And, and I've said to my kids, because I've got two teenagers, I've got mm-hmm. a 16 and an 18 year old, and right. I've tried explaining this to the kids <laughs> and they go, but, but that doesn't make sense because, you know, you can touch the computer, you can touch this, you can touch that. How is it that it's not physical? How is it that it's not real? Um, right. And it's very difficult to explain to teenagers right. um, because they are very logically based because of how we have been programmed right. throughout our lives to look at logic right. as opposed to looking at um, quantum physics or quantum energy. And I'm a lot like you. I could, I could talk about quantum physics and quantum energy for days. And I'm sure we could have some incredible conversations, James, about that. Um, but it's, um, yeah, it's something that's very important to understand. So when we talk about that, we talk a lot about the subconscious mind. Um, can you explain a bit about what the subconscious is 
and the part that it actually plays when it comes to manifesting. Sure. The subconscious is basically your programming. Mm -hmm. it, uh, and the subconscious is key, is a key component in your ability to manifest. Whatever you hold, and the way the process works is whatever you hold in your consciousness passionately and consistently becomes imprinted on your subconscious. In time, this becomes your subconscious programming. You, where you once learned how to ride a bike, now you just you can get on a bike years later because you have a programming in place for that. And as your programming, it drives your decisions. Utilizing something called the reticular activating system, you will gravitate toward people, places, things, and ideas that match your programming. For instance, if, if you've been watching Tide commercials for years and you walk into the grocery store and you're like, what do I wanna, I need to wash these clothes. What do I wanna get? There could be something called Apple Magnet and mm -hmm. it have all the ingredients that Tide, the washing detergent Tide has, but you will grab the Tide no matter how much it costs because yeah. you have a programming for that. It's a part of your subconscious, subconscious program. You watched it enough times They've overlaid it with emotional experiences, maybe an attractive woman or attractive man or a family having fun. Now you're pulled in emotionally to it. So it doesn't matter what this other box is named, doesn't matter that it has the same ingredients, doesn't matter that it's a lower price. You have a programming in place for that. So if you are programmed for abundance, love and happiness, you will see opportunities everywhere yeah. and attract people that mirror back to you love and happiness. If your programming is for low self-worth, low self-esteem and limitation, that's what you will see. The yeah. universe will send you experiences that validate the story that you tell yourself, period. Yeah, and that's why, that's why they say the five people that you hang around the most are, are pretty much what you're going to become um, sure. because that's the people that you attract. And so that's why you'll see, you'll see people that maybe, like you said, they have low self-worth then they mm -hmm. will attract people that also have low self-worth. Sure. But if you, if you are, if your belief system, and this is where mm -hmm. beliefs come into it, if your belief right. system is based around wealth and abundance and prosperity, mm -hmm. then mm -hmm. like you said, you're going to bring other people into your life that also have those same belief systems. Absolutely. And, and you're, you're notice synchronicities everywhere. It's, mm. Someone may just happen to call you and go, hey, I was just thinking about you. I know you're a coach and you coach around this. So you start attracting experiences that match, um, yeah. that match, you know, match your experience. Exactly. And so, so when we talk about limited beliefs, it's really important that we change those beliefs um, within sure. our subconscious mind. Um, sure. Do you have some, some ideas and some tips and techniques that people can actually use to help to change those limited beliefs? Because I know with myself, um, hip, hypnosis, hypnotherapy works really well for me, um, yeah. as yeah. does meditation and journaling. So what would you suggest if somebody's wanting to change those limited beliefs? What are some, some techniques they could use? Well, with my clients these days, we go deep. So mm -hmm. we, we start pulling out stuff that we didn't recognize was there. So let me, surf, let me start by saying this. It's important to know that your beliefs equate to your values. Yes. Some people are unable to manifest consistently or fast because, of, you know, because where they are matches their values. Yes. Someone may value security and esteem. While they may consciously want to manifest healing for a physical ailment, 
on a subconscious level where they are matches their values. So what, I'm, what do I mean by that? Their want for security is preventing them from taking the necessary steps to risk, I mean, to reach wholeness. Their want for esteem also keeps them stuck because of all the attention that their ailment provides for them. Mm-hmm. They risk losing security and esteem by taking the steps across the bridge from where they are to where they need to be. So one of the ways of moving past your limiting beliefs is understand what's what's you know understand what's in your subconscious and, and the thing that's holding you back that you don't realize. What do you value? Yeah. Are you are your values in alignment with where you want to go with where you're at? And one of the things I do is, is I help people transfer the value from the place that they're stuck at to the place that they want to be. And now their subconscious drives them toward that. But then also there's the things that you mentioned. I journal. I talk about journaling a lot. Um, I, um, you know, I think you mentioned uh, one other thing that, that I do. Hypnotherapy. Hip- Hypnotherapy. Absolutely. That has been humongous for me because mm. for instance, some of these limitations, some of these limiting, limiting beliefs occurred when you were a child. Yeah. Based on what you saw, heard, or experienced, maybe around relationships, maybe around money. And that has become part of what I've just referenced, your programming. Mm-hmm. And so now you got to find out where that occurred at, slide some truth in there, you know, you know, really kind of question yourself, is this true? No, that's just what my mother believed. No, that's yeah. just what my father believed. But that doesn't have to be true for me. So now we're breaking up the programming and we're implementing new programming that opens up people to all kinds of love and abundance and life and all that good stuff. And that's the thing. I think one of the biggest limited beliefs we have is surrounding money. And sure. it's it's often one of the things that we all struggle with in we want to manifest wealth into our life. But mm-hmm. we've got these programs from childhood um, I grew up, my family have always been incredibly close. Mm-hmm. Um, I've only got one brother, um, but my parents um, went through a period where they were, where we were very poor um, mm-hmm. because my father got hepatitis um, mm-hmm. and so he lost his job and so we were, we were struggling. And so it took a long time to move past that, that struggle in my subconscious through those limited beliefs that that's what we are supposed to be, that money was hard to come by, that, um, you know, that the, that there was limited supply Mm -hmm. because when it comes down to it, money, like anything else is energy. Sure. And so you can manifest money um, as long as your belief system um, is, is telling you that there is an abundance as long as your belief system is right. that um, that there is no such thing as scarcity? Yes. So, so scarcity thinking is a big problem at the moment, isn't it? It, it? it absolutely is, and it's it's for the reason that we've bought into what we hear, what we see. Obviously, with COVID, people have lost their jobs, and mm-hmm. you know we're waiting around for stimulus checks, and so our idea of there being enough has been greatly limited because we're looking at our society. We don't, we have fed into what we see. Yep. And, and, and here's a, the thing as well. Our, our subconscious plays a part in that is in, in our limitation as well. And what that, how it shows up and it doesn't show up as a bad thing, right? But it really shows up thinking that it's saving us, thinking that it's protecting us. And so maybe, you know, I got a few dollars in my pocket, but 
this investment may allow me to make much more, but because my subconscious wants to protect me from the perception of pain or from the perceived pain that taking this action will bring me, mm. it says, you know what, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna move on this right now. Th there's a whole lot that's going on behind the scenes yeah. that that that's only the only way we recognize it, the only the way we recognize it is by thought. Yep. But but once but there's a you know we risk the risk that we are that are available to us that we could take that could lead us to greater abundance, our mind is telling us not to do that because it believes that it's protecting us from the pain of what that experience will bring about. Yeah, exactly. And we all were talking before about values. And mm -hmm. so our values, they change over time, don't they? Yes, so we are able changing. to change our values if, if we feel like, um, like our value is stuck in that particular position, but we're wanting to manifest wealth, for instance, or manifest health. Or, so you can change your values over time. Sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And, and it, you know, you got to be intentional about it. Yeah. You got you to gotta know what, one of the things I do with my clients when I first meet with them is a values assessment. Mm -hmm. I want to know what they value. You know, I may have them name five to seven things and we work with those top three things. And I say, based on what you currently value and how you want to show up, where are you on a scale of one to 10 in embodying that? Mm. So if someone tells me that integrity is important to them for, you know, or integrity is important for a person who would have a lot of wealth or integrity is important for a person who, um, wants to experience something that maybe they want to experience. I now ask them on a scale of one to 10, where are you? And someone mm. may say five. And so I tell you, now you know where you have to go and now you're able to gauge where you have to go to get into alignment with where you want to be. Yeah. Because we may think we want one thing, but our values are telling us we want something different. And so Absolutely. we need to bring that, those values in alignment with, with um, what we want to experience in our life. Yeah, totally. Um, so, so when we, one thing I wanted to ask about was these spiritual laws that we're talking about. There's, there's a number of spiritual laws. These laws apply to everybody. Um, but you were talking about some ancient spiritual laws. Can you go into them and explain how, um, how they all work? Sure. And, and I should probably say they're more traditions than, than, mm -hmm. than yep. laws. For instance, uh, there are a couple, you know, one of the things I, I, I talk with my clients about is Chautauqua. Chautauqua mm -hmm. is an ancient Hindu practice where you ha have a candle flame and you, in order to increase your focus, you just concentrate on that flame as long as you can. What I have my clients do is whatever it is that you want to manifest, whether it's a hundred dollars, you know, when it's money or whether it's um, a relationship, I have them get a picture of that and find an area on that fixate on that and then just just focus on that area. What that does is that also imprints your subconscious with that image because I think our attention, I think it's like our, in the course of a minute, our attention span goes here and there, mm. maybe six to 10 times over the course of a minute. Yeah. Your ability to focus on what you want is tremendous in being able to create what you want. Mm -hmm. So we need to strengthen our ability to focus. And so Chautauqua is a great way of doing that. It also is a, is a type of meditative practice for, for um, yeah. Hindu. 
and those types of things. So that's just one particular, one that comes to mind, uh, ancient tradition that, that really helps in being able to manifest what it is that you desire. Because yeah. you gotta look at all the things around it. What I tell people is about, what I tell people is that manifestation is more than just thinking, feeling, and acting as if you gotta prepare for your manifestation. Mm -hmm. You have to prepare for it with, with again, building up your focus, um, you got to prepare for it. it. It could have everything to do with what you eat or what you don't eat. Mm -hmm. um, so there's a lot of things around being able to manifest that, that are more than just thinking, feeling, and, and acting as if. Those, though, those are the very key parts of it. Yeah. And I know that, that the candle meditation is actually really beneficial when it comes to um, helping your focus. Yes. Because like you said, our, our ability to focus on any one thing is so limited as human beings because sure. as one of my other speakers said we're actually fickle creatures we that are. have so many different things in our mind at any one time um, right. so the candle being able to focus on that flame for an extended period strengthens mm -hmm. that focus muscle which allows you to to focus on your manifestation for a great period of time now, what are, what are your feelings on vision boards? Because I like to do vision boards, but what I do is I do my vision board up, um, but then I actually put it away, which is, mm -hmm. which is actually quite, um, quite interesting because then I go back to it and right. I, I find that so many of the things that I had on my vision board have manifested. Sure. So what are, your, what are your ideas on vision boards? Well, I, I'll tell you this. I have a eight-year-old daughter she was eight yesterday she is the byproduct of a vision board oh, and and yeah and so i'm a believer in them i do think some people do them the wrong way and what i mean yeah. by that is you may glance at it on the way out the door or you may have it in your bathroom mirror what they the component they miss is you gotta feel yeah. that now, yeah. you can't just observe it and go yeah that's what i want to experience no what is it feel like to be in that image at the beach? Yeah. What does it feel like to have that money in your hand? And so, you know, if you got that part of your vision board down, then 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 you're winning. Yeah. But if you're just kind of yeah. passing it and just kind of looking at it, glancing at it here and there, then it's probably not going to be as powerful as if you actually step into that feeling. Exactly. Feeling. And talking about that, and we're talking about feelings, what mm -hmm. roles do vibrations and emotions have when it comes to manifestation? And how can we reach those higher levels of vibration that puts us into that state of, um, of being one with source? Absolutely. So we, we hear often about the law of attraction. That's mm -hmm. law of attraction, law of attraction, the secret law of attraction in manifesting what you want. But the first law is actually the law of vibration. vibration yep. The law of vibration activates the law of attraction and mm -hmm. is therefore cause. Law of attraction is effect. Mm -hmm. So you want to be focused on the cause. Now, when you can vibrate at the level of the experience you desire to have, this will activate the law of attraction and bring it in into your reality. So how do I do that? through feeling the feeling of you having your desired outcome. If you are not yet vibrating at the level of experience you desire to have, or you want to get there quickly, the fastest way is through emotion, mm. energy and motion. Your only purpose is to, as you, you alluded to this earlier, maintain that vibration as often as possible to form the image 
of what you desire to have around you. One of, some of the things I have my clients do is, okay, you want to buy a new house. Now, having a new house has a vibration to it. It has a yeah. frequency to it. So why don't you go view some houses? Mm -hmm. You want to manifest a new car. Why don't you go test drive some cars? Once you do that, it puts you in the vibration of what that feels like to be driving in a new car, what that feels like to be walking into your new home. But say you don't have time to do that. No problem. Walk into your house as if you're walking into your mansion. Yeah. Walk into your, and, and feel what that would feel like. Like, look around like, yeah, I'm home. This is, this is mine. Yeah. That also will put you in the vibration, but essentially it comes down to emotion. Yeah. Emotion was vibration. And and sometimes what I'll do is before I go to sleep at night, I'll I'll imagine that I'm actually in my dream house. Um, yeah. And and I think what's really important is appreciate where you are, be grateful for where you are, um, yes. but visualize what you're desiring. And Absolutely. and I think that that's. The, the problem that we get stuck in is, as I mentioned previously, which um, I'd like to go into now, is about how we worry so much about how something's going to happen that our, our brains are telling us or our ego is telling us that that can't possibly happen. You know, right. you want to manifest $1,000. Well, yeah. how am I going? How's that going to happen? My job's not going to bring in an extra thousand. This isn't going to bring in an extra thousand. I'm not going to meet enough people to be able to bring in that money. Um, so, how do you get past those blocks that are stopping you from um, from manifesting that into your life? You got to recognize your self talk. Mm. That right there is 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 understand that these conversations that are going on in my head about that you know I'm not going to be able to do it because of you know, we're in COVID or I don't make enough of my job or whatever, you are in a creative space mm. when, you're, when you're having that level of conversation with yourself. And unless there's something to confront that, such yeah. as, you know what, there is abundance out there. I do have enough. You know what, my, you know, my job can yield to me the extra income that I want. Unless you have something confronting those thoughts, to where they actually dissipate and actually, you know, waste away, mm. then they're allowed to run free. They're allowed to take over your mind. And really, again, it's your subconscious trying to protect you. You've experienced some level of pain or some level of, of hurt or disappointment. So it's thinking that by giving you these thoughts that now you identify as your thoughts, which now you identify as yourself, that, that I'm that it's protecting you from the pain of of you know, again stepping out there with boldness and going it's going to happen for me or yeah. it's happening for me or you know so it's it's it serves a purpose and that it believes it's protecting you but it's actually feeding you thoughts that you attach your identity to that puts you in a creative space of of having a universe validate your story. Yeah, and because we because we. Um we go by the principle of see it and then believe it as opposed to believe it and then see it um we can get stuck in that space so explain a little bit about about that whole concept sure so that goes back to quantum physics i said mm -hmm. before everything is energy you know that i know that i'm sure some most of your listeners know that so as base level everything exists as an energetic wave of possibility yeah. What causes those energetic waves to collapse into a particle or the physical reality you see is your observation of it. 
Yeah. Energy waves coalesce into what we believe to be physical form based only, only, only on what the observer believes he will see. Mm-hmm. So it's under, but it's also understanding how the brain manufactures pictures, which mm-hmm. once you understand how the brain manufactures pictures, you truly understand the power of your imagination in creating the reality you desire. So do I have time to go through that real quick? Yeah, go for it. Okay. So information is received through the eyes. You don't see with your eyes. We believe we see with eyes, but we don't see with your eyes. Information is received through the eyes and travels to an area in the back of the brain called mm-hmm. the occipital lobe. This area is, so what you really, so you really don't see with your eyes, you, with eyes in front of your head, you see with the area of your brain in your back of your head. Mm-hmm. So your eyes perceive vibration in the form of six levels. It perceives light, it perceives movement, it perceives form, it perceives shape, depth, and color. That's it. There's no mm-hmm. picture that you see. It's just, it's just these different elements that, that come through the eye gate. So what happens is it travels, travels to the back of the brain, to the occipital lobe. It puts those puzzle pieces together. It then communicates with an area of the brain called the temporal lobe. And it goes, what is this? And the temporal lobe goes, goes to the Rolodex and goes, I think this is a computer. And we go, I'm looking at a computer. Of course, all this is happening at a rapid speed, but my point is that the temporal lobe is only giving you suggestions. Yeah. It's only giving you suggestions. So you can go, no, I choose to see something more than what I see around me. Mm -hmm. So where we might see, where we might see black or we might have named something lack lack and limitation, we get to, no, I don't want that. Let's let, what else you get? I choose to see abundance and 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 just prosperity yeah your brain is only giving you suggestions and so you don't believe it you i mean you so you don't see it and so you believe it you believe it you believe the suggestion yes and so you see it that's how that works fantastic oh that's that's incredible and so we um so we've gone through so many amazing tips and tricks for for our listeners today as to how they can begin to manifest in their life start to believe that you can achieve something and that will that will manifest into your life um now we are we are very blessed because james has agreed to do a workshop at the vip day where he's actually going to go more into his passion topic which is quantum energy and he will talk a lot more about how you can turn that energy into manifestation how you can begin to manifest what you desire how you can work with universal laws. As James said, law of vibration is what I classify as our primary law. And without the law of vibration, law of attraction will not happen. Um, so let's let's um, focus on our vibrations. I know with myself, and I was speaking to another um, speaker about this, raising your vibrations is about joy. It's about opening your heart. It's about love. And so undertaking activities that bring that joy to your life. I love music. I don't know about you, James. Do you like music? Absolutely. I love music. I have my playlist on that has all inspirational songs, um, songs that once again, reprogram your subconscious mind. Um, There's one that I love uh, from Ronan Keating, actually, called Mm. um, I Love My Life. Yes. And by listening to it, it reprograms your subconscious to, to believe that this yeah. is how you're feeling. 
So um, if I could give one suggestion, go out, create your own playlist if you like music or dance. Dance yes. is an amazing way to get your vibration up. And it doesn't matter how silly you look. In fact, the sillier you look, the better. Because not only are you affecting your vibration, you'll affect someone else's too. Absolutely. 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 <laughs> so... Absolutely. Um, I have I have thoroughly enjoyed this, James, and um, I always love speaking to people that um, are as passionate about the area as what I am, and um, and I'm really excited for your VIP workshop. And I know there is some great stuff to come with James and the Superconscious Success family. So, um, so is there anything else you would like to add before we finish our discussion today? Yeah, I was going to just add this last thing. A good practice in the morning is mm -hmm. living in the end. That's a good process I wanted to leave everyone with. And what that entails is that from the moment you get up, start giving thanks and gratitude for the day as you would have it be. In other words, yeah. I'm thankful and grateful that today was an amazing day. I'm thankful for the money that showed up. Live in the end as if it happened before it happened. you even... Yeah. You know, and then my the last thing I always say when I finish is now I get to go play. I've yeah. already created my day. I just get to go play now. Yeah. I get to go dance with my music, all that good stuff. So I just wanted to share that with everyone. And once once you start to do that, I know with I know with myself, um, a lot of everything that I do comes from source. Mm -hmm. Everything that I do is from inspired action. And yes. once you play and you stay in that high vibration, source is able to connect with you. And Absolutely. then everything just becomes fun. And, um, and that's where we want to live our life. So um, thank you so much for being here with us today, James. And um, I really appreciate it. And I know that the listeners would have gotten a lot out of this interview. Thank you so much.